Hi, I'm Chelsea. And I'm Chris. And we are first-time parents. We are a mid-20s couple living on the east side of Seattle in Washington State. Our baby was born in the spring of 2020, and we are learning how to become parents while continuing our lives of outdoor adventure and home renovations. So come listen to our journey as we learn how to adapt parenting into our lives. Hey guys, welcome back to Emerald City Parenting. We are the Emerald City Parents, and uh, it's been a little while, I think about a month, but we are giving an update because Jamie is passing three months now, so we wanted to let you know how he's doing and how life with a baby and the Seattle area is going. This little kid is growing so big so fast, and we can't wait to share all of his growth with you. Yeah, it's been pretty amazing how quickly he's grown. Um, I'm not sure if we told you before, but we did a two-month checkup with his pediatrician. That was the first time he met her. And he was 90-plus percentile on every measurement. They measure his height, his weight, his head circumference, and he was, like, way at the top. So if you're not, you know, like a current parent, I don't know if everyone's familiar with the percentiles, but basically – the 50th percentile is the average baby size. And from the sample set that gets those sizes, the 100th percentile would be like the biggest baby in the set. And the first percentile would be the smallest baby in the set. And he is 90th percentile or above. And his height was actually above the 100th. So that means out of all the babies measured for like the standard baby sizing, He's taller than any of them, which is pretty funny because Chris and I are 5'7 and 5'8, so we're not tall people, but apparently we have some some good growing baby genes. That's right. Yeah, pretty funny. So he turned three months old yesterday. August um, 1st. And he's massive. He's 18 pounds, and... He feels it when you have him in one arm. It's like, man, like I used to be able to walk around with you for like a couple yeah, hours. Now he's more than double his birth weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really incredible. <clears throat> and so today he rolled over for the first time, which was really exciting. He was playing on his little play mat. And then so all of a sudden he just like kind of swung a leg over and then just slowly rolled over. Yeah. Yeah, we had him on his tummy and then he just rolled his back. I'd been expecting it to happen because I like follow some other parents of babies his age and some of them have rolled over. And so we started putting on his, tu- on his tummy a little bit more. And I thought he was going to do it a day or two ago, but he wasn't quite ready. Mm-hmm. And then today he did it. And it's cool because we were on the phone with Chris's mom. And then I like yelled and got all excited because he just rolled onto his back and looked up and smiled. And <laughs> it was so awesome. Yeah. And then shortly after that, I was playing with him and he was pretending to go to outer space. (laughs) And as he was blasting off and then I like raised him up and put him on my shoulders. And once I put him on my shoulders, then he started like playing with my hair and he giggled like for real giggled. And we were like, what? Like he hasn't giggled yet. That was so fun. Yeah. It was really cute. So I'm so excited for that because it seems like every time he gains a new skill, he does it once on the first day, and then he does it, like, consistently after. Like, when he started smiling, it was like he, he started smiling once, 
And then he just did it like a ton right after. Yeah, now he smiles like a hundred times a day. Oh, yeah, he's just constantly smiling. He seems like such a happy baby. Like, he's just always in a good mood. And things are good with this kid. He's just a good little boy. Yeah. So we'll talk about his sleep a little bit. Yeah, well, um, before that, on the same page as the size. So he said he's 18 pounds and he's about 25 inches. Um, so he's been about the same height for the last month. He's just like thickening up. But he went into six to nine month clothes this week. Oh, yeah. And we were kind of stunned. Like, you know, you know, your babies grow pretty quick. You know, I hear that's common. But when he goes into six to nine month clothes before he's actually three months old, it is like a little bit stunning. We're like, man, we're really grateful that we've gotten so many gifts of clothing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. Make sure he has stuff to wear because I would have never thought to buy things that soon and have it already. But luckily, we have some. Uh, really gracious uh relatives and then maybe some neighbors that are giving us hand-me-downs as well so this kid's got plenty of clothes even though he's grown quick yeah and that's always good yeah. <clears throat> so to talk about his sleep situation a little bit so from seven weeks old he's been sleeping through the night uh consistently which is awesome yeah. not like perfectly but he sleeps like seven to ten hours and it used to be like i think from like seven to eleven weeks um, I had to like put him back to sleep during the night where he would wake up and make some noise. Now kind of like put his binky in or turn his shusher on and he would go back to sleep. But then in the past, in the, like 11 to 13 week range, most of the nights he doesn't even do that. He just like literally sleeps through the night, straight through to like between six thirty and seven thirty mm-hmm. in the morning, which is just stunning. <laughs> like I never thought we'd have it that well with sleeping and i know there's like often a three-month regression so we could be upon that but i'm just grateful we've gotten the sleep we have so far yeah and so um he sleeps in a snuggle me in his bassinet and he actually outgrew the infant snuggle me i don't think he, we had transitioned the last time we talked to them right he was still sleeping in our bed the last time we talked to you guys oh, okay um uh so do you remember which week we did that? I want to say it was like week 11. Mm-hmm. Um, so we decided that it was like about time to start getting him out of our bed and see how that went. Cause he would sleep in his snuggle me in between us. Um, so then a few weeks ago we decided like, well, let's try him in his bassinet. So we have the guava baby Lotus bassinet. It's like a travel one. And we put that at the end of our bed and for like two weeks, he was sleeping in it by himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the issue with that was um, it, it like allowed him to wave around so much. And he sounded like a little drum in there because of the way it's set up, he would like wave his arms and legs around and like hit on the little mattress that he laid on. And it literally sounded like there was a little drummer at the end yeah. of the bed. <laughs> yeah. I remember waking up in the middle of the night one night being like what is that noise like is he okay and then i like look down and it's just him like banging his little feet around <laughs> yeah so that was kind of funny and we actually think that some of it is like involuntary waves so we actually added the snuggle me back into his bassinet and like i know you're not supposed to do that it's not recommended for him to sleep in them but the like cradling effect of it just really helps him stay confined we think it's part of why he's able to sleep through the night so right. young. Because even though he's not swaddled anymore, he feels like, you know, he's still that being a big hugged in a way. Yeah. 
He's not swaddled anymore. Yeah. So he's, Secrets out. Yeah, he's not swaddled anymore. Um, so we feel like he was growing out of his Ollie swaddle, which was our favorite one and what he seemed to like the best. So we uh, we realized that we needed to get another sleeping device. Yeah. So, well, we also took him out of the Ollie swaddle because we figured he was pretty close to being able to roll over as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so we got him a zippity zip. And put him in that, which is super fun because now he's like a little starfish kid at night. It's pretty cute if you look it up. It is like, it's like the shape if you make like a snow angel or whatever. Mm -hmm. But his hands are just at points. Yeah. And he sleeps in that. So he's got these, he's got these little like flippers now that he'll like place on you, you know, Mm -hmm. if you're like holding him or something. Super fun. Um, But anyway, so he outgrew the, the infant um, snuggle me. So we got. The toddler snuggled me off Facebook, mm-hmm. um, used and just you know washed it and everything, and so it's actually not that much bigger, surprisingly. Yeah, for some reason, both <laughs> of us thought it would look so much bigger. Yeah, it's like oh, it's for a toddler. It must be like like a small bed. Yeah, but it still fits inside of his bassinet like pretty easily. Yeah, it's pretty not well. Wedge it or anything. Yeah. So we're like, oh, this thing's still pretty small. And so we've been yeah. using that now. Um, instead of the, the infant one, cause he, he was like so long that basically like right below his butt, everything past his butt was, you know, hanging out of it. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to just be really like their feet. Um, but anyway, yeah. So he's been using those devices and that seems to work really well for him. Yeah. He still needs the shusher to fall asleep, but it definitely helps him fall asleep pretty quickly. Oh, I feel like it's so fast. Like I've heard some babies can be really hard to put down and then I don't know, maybe he'll become like that when he's like a toddler again, but like, he's just so easy. Like at night he already starts falling asleep when we're like hanging out in our living room and he's just like getting tired. So we go change him and I feed him one more time and then we just like put him in a zippity zip, plug the binky in, put the shusher on and lay him down and like, 90% 90% of the time, he's good from there, and he just, like, goes to sleep, and he's he's such a good baby about it. I'm yeah. amazed. Sometimes you walk past, and he'll smile at you, and then drop his binky, you have to plug it back in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, he's a good kid, and he's super fun to, to play with and, you know, to watch, because he'll just do the funniest things. Yeah. The, well, a lot of times lately, we've been talking about how... It's just, it's kind of sad how in our society, a lot of people don't meet babies until they like have one. It's just like the way we're set up for whatever reason. And like Chris used to not want kids. And now he's like an amazing dad. That's all about Jamie and how he's growing up and just, you know, processing and learning. And, you know, it's possible that like you might've not wanted kids if I didn't like say we should have them. Yeah, probably. But basically just because you never really spent time around babies that you knew closely and could see the evolution. Mm -hmm. Like, I think both of us agree that the reason adults like baby humans is because you get to see them go from this helpless creature that like needs everything and then slowly gains like one skill at a time, you know, like, Oh, he gets this personality trait. Now he can smile. Now he can hold on to something. And that progression is just like really amazing to watch and like really satisfying that you get to be a part of it. Yeah. And I think also um, some people don't like it when you like compare, um, you know, a, a child 
getting older and learning to like a dog, but I'm like a pretty big dog person. So I can't help it, but I have to compare it a little bit. <laughs> and so for me, it's like, it's really cool to teach your dog a new trick. You know, you practice it over and over again and then they finally get it. But you know, there's to that point where like, they're only going to get it. Like you have to teach them every scenario that you want them to do you know, X trick in, you know, oh, yeah, like inside's different than outside. Right. And like in your house might be different at the park. Right. And like in a crowd of house. people is different yet from right. like all those things. But like, it's so cool to see with him. And it's, it's like so much further than that. Cause like he'll learn it and then he like actually understands, yeah. you know, and I think it's so cool it's how not like a command, it just becomes part of him. Yeah. Like, you know, ever since he was, you know, probably, two months old, maybe a little younger, you know, you can stick your tongue out and he'll like mimic you and stick his tongue out. And like, I think that's so amazing that he knows that I'm sticking my tongue out. Like he knows what that is on him. Yeah. Cause he doesn't even understand mirrors. Right. He doesn't like, understand he knows mirrors. That it's the same thing. Yeah. And I think that's so cool that like that you don't see out of a dog. You know, I think dogs are awesome, mm -hmm. but that you just don't see that, you know, it's such a big difference. We're so much smarter. Mm -hmm. And that's just really cool and fun to watch, to, to watch the, the little processes and the little lines be put together in his brain when he, you know, finally understands something. Yeah. That's so really cool. Yeah. I, I'm like, wow, we're like three months in and it already feels like we've done so much and it's like awesome. You know, he's just going to keep growing for 18 years Yeah, and like, obviously it slows down at some points, but amazing um another like interesting thing is he actually likes tummy time like we were saying we had him on his tummy and rolled over but i i think that's another thing a lot of babies don't like being put on their tummies at his age but he like unless you leave him there for a long time he's always happy about it like when you first put him down he like looks up and smiles at you mm -hmm. and he like looks like he's having fun and He's just kind of like learning how to hold his head up for longer. So he can hold it up for a few minutes and then he like seems like he gets tired because it just kind of falls to the ground and, <laughs> you know, we roll him back over on his back then. Yeah. And he has this little chair that somebody gave us where when he kicks his feet, there's like piano keys. And so if you turn it on, then like every key, you know, will be, it'll play a note. And then if he stops kicking, then it'll start playing a song. And then, you know, the song's over and then he would kick again and it'll start playing notes and keys. Um, and he loves this chair. And I think he understands that when he kicks and he makes that noise, like if he kicks again, it'll make the noise again. Because right. you'll see in his little face, you know, he'll just kind of be like sitting there and then he'll kick and it'll make the sound. And then he'll smile and just start like kicking like a lot. And it'll just start like playing tunes, you know. And so it's really funny. He loves this little chair. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. Somebody just gave it to us before he was born, and it's and same thing with his. Uh, he's like a baby gym, like a skip hop one. If you're familiar with baby stuff, mm -hmm. and he seems to be really into that too. It's just like a mat with things that dangle over his head that he can hold on to, or you know, touch or bang around. Yeah. So between his piano chair and his baby mat, his gym. I mean, he he stays pretty well entertained. It's actually really nice because. You know, we love playing with him, but obviously you have to, you know, do some things in life too besides that. Right. And so it's nice that, you know, he actually stays entertained without him like staring at a screen or something. Right. So. Yeah. So we were just talking and I think it was around between 10 and 11 weeks when we could start putting him down on these things for longer. Because mm -hmm. uh, basically before that we would 
kind of have to hold him all the time. Like, we could get him down for a nap once in a while. Yeah. And, but, yeah, most of that time, especially in the evening, he would want to be in a carrier, like, right next to you or being held by you on the couch yeah. or whatever. Yeah, before it would be on his baby gym, five minutes tops. Right. In his chair, you'd have to sit directly in front of him. And you didn't care if they were playing music or not. Yeah. And, yeah. But, yeah, once we hit that milestone, I'm wondering if it was associated with the, I think it was, like, the third leap in the Wonder Week system. Hmm. Um, it seems like, like, based on their app and their information, it seems like it might have been in that leap. He kind of, like, got this newfound <clears throat> independence where he was okay laying by himself for a little while. And, like, Almost all the time when he's on either of these things, we're, like, in the same room as him. Right. You know, maybe we'll, like, step out, you know, like, if you're, like, taking out the trash or something. But, like, the large majority, we're right next to him with it, but he's just totally occupying himself. Yeah. Yeah, very few, you know, tantrums and freakouts, at least recently. Yeah, yeah, in the recent weeks. So that's been cool. And then kind of related to that, um, we are both working right now, but not using daycare, which feels really impressive to me at least yeah i hope we can keep this up yeah yeah it would be really nice so we're both working part-time um i work three days a week but i have to be at work you know from 7 30 to 4 30 so I, there's no you know flexibility in that and then chelsea tries to work uh monday tuesday wednesday if she can with jamie at home and then she works thursday and friday but uh, her schedule is super flexible, so if she wants to do some work on the weekend, she can do that, or you know, at night or whatever. Um, so that's what we've been trying to do, and so far for the past two weeks, it's worked out really well, I think. Yeah, yeah. So primarily, I work on my computer, and then I can do like some driving days where I'm doing like some field work. Um, but it's been really basic stuff, so I just take Jamie with me. Most of the time, at least. There's one day where Chris watched him instead. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, it's, I mean, it takes a little bit longer because obviously you have to, like, stop and do a diaper change or stop and feed him. Um, but I'm just super grateful that he can be with us and we can go to work and, like, have another paycheck, uh, you know, yeah. just to make finances that much more open and give us some options. We do have savings that we can tap into, like, to kind of stay home with him a little bit longer. But... I'm really grateful that we've come up with this system and that our baby is independent enough. So that was part of like the big jump is Jamie can like occupy himself on these toys so I can work with him home. And then like, obviously it's just that much more helpful when Chris is home because he can do the diaper changes and everything and I can work a little bit more consistently. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I'm just like amazed. Like we just stick to the schedule that we learned in uh, taking care of babies that it's like a newborn course that we did before he was born. And basically his daytime schedule is eat, have some like awake playtime and then take a nap. And like, obviously all those things are, you can't control how long they'll be. Sometimes he stays awake longer than others. Sometimes his eating session takes longer or shorter, but we just try to keep him in that rotation. Like those three things over and over again. And yeah, it's been working great yeah. lately. I feel like it's much more smooth. Well, before 10 weeks, they would kind of get jumbled up. They yeah. wouldn't be in that order. And so then it happened once. I mean, we've only been back to work for two weeks. But um, once in that two weeks, Chelsea really needed to work like Thursday, I think it was. So then mm -hmm. I worked Tuesday, Wednesday. or Yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday, yeah, Friday. Yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. So that way I could uh, stay home with him, you know, that extra day. 
<clears throat> so yeah, the the flexibility of our employers, you know, um, really nice. I think uh, the COVID virus has helped it because so yeah. many people are working from home, and or so many people don't have jobs that like our jobs need us. And I think they were willing to kind of work with us and make it a little bit more flexible for us so that we could continue the work that they need us to do. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely grateful for that. Mm-hmm. And the sleep thing makes it easier to work. Like obviously if you're not getting sleep, I don't know how the parents do it where their baby still wakes up every two hours and then they have to work full time. Like, and props to them because that sounds rough. Yeah, one of my coworkers told me that their kid just started sleeping through the night, and they're just over a year old. And I, I, I kind of couldn't believe it. I was like, "Wow, I feel really fortunate that yeah. Jamie sleeps through the night because I feel like I couldn't go to work every day if you know he still were waking up every two hours." Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, another thing we're talking about recently is. Uh, Chris and I kind of think that nature gives you the child that you have the patience to handle. Yeah. So it's like they make you grow your patience no matter what, obviously, because it just like change your life. But I think like we have a good baby because we're really impatient people and we're very <laughs> like driven on our like our daily tasks and our life tasks. Yeah. And like we set goals every year that we really want to hit and we usually exceed them. Yeah, so so I, I think it's like related to that. Like he has to be good or we would be like too angry all the time. It like wouldn't be, it wouldn't work out with us being parents too. <laughs> yeah. And not as good baby. Usually if we know that we have to complete a task at some point soon, then we'll just get started on it right away. Yeah. You know, like, especially with like house projects is a great example. Like, Oh, we don't like this anymore. Like we're going to change that. All right, let's just start on it then. Yeah. Like we don't Home Depot, pick up the stuff or yeah. whatever we need, order it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I've been working on um, bottle feeding with him more recently because he did great at taking a bottle when he was really young, like a month old or younger. And um, then he kind of lost it because we didn't practice it. I no, guess it was like all of a sudden because you were giving him bottles every day. But then around like six weeks, he was just like, I don't really want this anymore. Yeah. He just like stopped yeah. being okay with it. Yeah. So he wouldn't eat. He would just scream and then you'd try it for like a half an hour an hour and he just wouldn't eat he would just scream yeah so um so then obviously he loves breastfeeding he's so freaking big yeah yeah we didn't say that he's still 100 percent breastfed yeah um, you know plus his vitamins that we talked about before yeah and, yeah. and elderberry yeah <laughs> yeah um so there was one day this week where chelsea was you know not home working and so i just had you know a couple bottles and we were like, okay, you know, I'm just going to stay calm and I'm going to lay on the couch with them and I'm just going to hold him. And he's going to, you know, he's going to have to figure this out. Like if you want to eat, this is what you have to do. And so I sat on the couch with him for almost three hours. And by the end he would take the bottle. And then the next day I gave him a bottle and he drank it. And then the next day he gave him a bottle and he actually drank it. And so every day it got better and better But that first day back. It took almost three hours for him to that finally be okay well, with it. It was also a six and a half ounce bottle. So I was saying, I think like if he had been breastfeeding, that would be multiple feedings. Yeah, but so. it's not like he ate half of it and then was crying for two hours. Like mm-hmm. he didn't really eat much of any of it until closer to the end. And right. then he kind of sucked down the whole thing once he finally figured it out. Yeah, once he realized he 
wasn't getting a boob. Yeah. Yeah. But it was also funny that day because the next feeding, he like latched on and did not let go until I was empty. <laughs> like eyes closed. I was laughing at him. He's like, oh man, like I don't want this to get taken away. Like, because a lot of times when he's breastfeeding, he'll like kind of pop off a bunch and it's just like, whatever. And he's he'll waving look, around. Yeah, look around while he's eating. But this time he was like eyes closed, like he was focused. He yeah. was really enjoying it. Yeah, and he's just like, man, I didn't like that bottle. Like this is, this is so much better. So, um, so we were kind of doing this. I feel like it's just good to be well rounded, but also in anticipation that he's technically supposed to start daycare in September. Um, but <laughs> right now we're thinking that if this both of us working part time schedule. Uh, seems to work out and it works out financially like we think it will, then um, we're probably going to end up not sending him to daycare because um, yeah, we'd, like we'd rather just keep our current schedule. It works really well for both of us and it seems a little more laid back than working full time. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's you know the, the power that you have if you live within your means. And so we're going to try that out um, and see how that goes. But yeah, if we can help it, we'd rather not send him to daycare you know, yeah. at least for a little bit until the socialization actually counts, you know, it actually matters. Yeah. I feel like at three months, like what at socialization age, are you really doing? Like really interacting with other yeah. babies. So it's like, yeah, it'd be good to have him like get used to other people, but I don't know. I feel like that's just like, we'd like our family to visit him and maybe some friends, but we don't feel like it's necessary to send him to daycare. So yeah, if we can get away without it, the the next like stage, I guess that I'm worried about is working when he's more mobile. And if he's like crawling around the house, like obviously that's like a whole new level of like, he could get into trouble or like, is he going to be okay being confined to one room? And so that'll be like a new bridge to cross once we're at that stage. Mm-hmm. Cause right now, like basically I'm like working my laptop, next to him and he's like laying on one of his either his play mat or his chair and he's content just like laying there but obviously once he's able to crawl around and realizes that there's more to the world that he can access that's a whole new level of handle yeah i was kind of thinking that so our like main family room and kitchen are all one connected room now they used to not be um but anyway so i was kind of thinking that i would put up like a baby gate at the entrance from the hallway to the kitchen and then just like baby proof the kitchen and this family room Mm -hmm. and then you know so then even if he's like wandering or crawling you know plus if you're sitting on the couch even you can pretty much see the whole whole room or the kitchen table table. you can see the whole room Mm -hmm. so i was thinking that that might be like a good setup and it's a pretty decent sized space that hopefully he won't get you know bored with thinking he's confined right it's a lot bigger than his room is anyway. Yeah, yeah. He has a pretty small bedroom. I mean, we haven't even used it as a bedroom yet. It's basically just storing his stuff right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But, I mean, that's cool. I mean, it's nice having him in our room because then when he, if he wakes up at night or, like, first thing in the morning, we don't have to wait till he's, like, sobbing. He's just kind of, like, whining and making some noise and, like, oh, okay. Yeah. Baby's up. Time to... Time to service him, give him whatever he needs. <laughs> but at the same time, we do the like 10 second rule. I think it's called the 10 second rule, but it's kind uh, of. People call it all different things. Yeah. I learned kind of, about it from bringing up baby. Right. It's kind of, you know, people's discretion how long they actually want to wait. But yeah. basically, it means that like when they start fussing or crying, 
you just like wait a couple seconds because sometimes it's like an involuntary thing where they're like crying in their sleep and they don't actually need anything. And then like a couple seconds later, they're calmed down and just fall right back to sleep. Mm -hmm. So we'll definitely do that. Um, and so, yeah, so just because he's in our room, you know, it doesn't mean that we'll like pop over to him every, you know, every, every little noise. Little noise. Yeah, we both think that's helped a lot in, I don't know, I guess his independence and his sleeping a longer time. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's pretty common for American parents, or in this book, that's what it said. It's common for American parents to like fawn over their baby for every little thing, every little like peep they make. Mm-hmm. And you go like, oh no, like what's wrong? And let me fix it. But basically the book said that like French parents wait and like listen or look at them. And then half the time, just because they make this little noise doesn't mean they need you. They just like made the noise. And then you wait and they figured it out and they don't get used to you doting on them for every little thing. Right. So, yeah, we think that's been helpful as well. Uh, So riding in the car. Yeah, so he does not like riding in the car. Yeah, unlike most babies, everyone says, drive around, I'll fall asleep. And we haven't taken road trips yet, but around town, this kid is not happy in the car. So he used to fall asleep pretty easily in the car, like most babies. Um, But he kind of reversed that. And now, if he'll be like in a really good mood, and you put him in the car, sometimes he'll just start crying. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're not sure if like, the riding backwards messes with him. Cause I know like me personally, and I know a lot of people like if you're riding backwards for any significant amount of time and you're not able to look out the window, like some people feel sick from that. So we're not really sure what's going on as far as that goes. I do know that um, like the light shining through the window, hitting his face, that really bothers him. There was one time we were driving home from a friend's house at night and the highway we were on did not have street lights, but every once in a while, like every like mile, there'd be just a random street light. And it would like flash through the window and shine on his face and he would start crying. And then he would like calm down and then go to sleep. And then we'd pass another one and he would do the same thing. And so I was actually sitting back there with him, um, just trying to keep him from crying because that was an especially tough car ride. And I realized that every time the light shone in the window, then, you know, he started crying. So Chelsea has a pretty new car. And um, so I wanted to have the front windows tinted for her because I just think that the little bit of privacy is nice. And so I had them tint that rear window, you know, right next to his car seat. So I had them tint that rear window just on that side. Um, an additional layer. So her car, you know, it, it's like a trucker SUV. So it has, you know, uh, privacy tint in the back. But so I just had them add a second layer of window tint over his window. And so once we got it back, I was like, oh, cool. It looks good. And then I was like, you know, that's pretty dark. So then I did the math and I was like, oh, that's 4%. So just for to put it in perspective, so limousines use 5% window tint, which means that, you know, of all the light that's hitting that window, only 5% of it can actually like penetrate through the window. And so he's riding around with 4% on that back window. So you can still see out, but it's like wearing an extremely dark pair of sunglasses. And it's pretty funny. He's, he's like a little celebrity or something. Like if you, <laughs> if you're like standing next to the car in broad daylight, like you can like barely even tell there's a car seat there, let alone look in it. So that's pretty funny. Yeah. I think it's helped a lot though. Yeah. So since I've done that, 
um, it seems like he's been calmer in the car. So that's definitely cool. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't want to get one of those like Klingon shades. I know some people like them. So to, to another thing to put in perspective, to have that one window tinted, it was an additional $30. So if you spend $20 on one of those Klingon shades, so I'm a mechanic. And so I, I'll put people's windows down all the time. And like a lot of times I don't look behind me to make sure there's not one of those on there first. And so I'll just roll people's windows down and you'll hear them like, you know, rip off people's windows and you know you feel like you're like breaking them in half and it just it's just like ah like i forgot about that thing or like you have to worry about falling off so i i just felt like i didn't want to go that route i'd rather just spend the 30 dollars and just have it tinted it's permanent you can roll the window down you don't have to worry about it there it is mm -hmm. so it seems to be working out really well though yeah another thing with him riding in the car um so we're kind of wondering if he actually has like some motion sickness because when I was pregnant, I had like really bad motion sickness. Like I got sick, like sick, like throw up a few times and I hadn't been that bad before. So I'm like wondering if I had it because of him and now that he has it. So I really hope he doesn't because I used to have worse motion sickness when I was younger and it's, it's really bad. So I hope if he has it, he grows out of it or that I'm just assuming that and that's not the truth. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so along with that, so once she had him, then her motion sickness was, like, mysteriously gone. Well, we haven't gone on planes yet. Yeah, but you get it from really long car rides. I would, yeah. yeah. I was even getting it in the car then. Yeah. So anyway, just something to, to keep in mind. And then, mm -hmm. so we're pretty sure that this little guy has Chelsea's family skin, which is great. Mm -hmm. um, but he's in the sun for, like, five minutes a day, if that. You know, he's a baby. Like, he's pretty covered <laughs> up. That, like, yeah. he's, like, barely in the sun. And his little face is tan, and he's, like, darker than I am. And I'm in the sun for, like, an hour a day or longer. And I'm like, man, what the heck? Like, he's just tan so easily. He's a little tan baby. Yeah, he does get tan. So just to get his, like, vitamin D in each day, we don't put sunscreen on him, like, automatically. The only time we will is if we go on, like, a really – high mountain hike or if we know we're going to be out in direct sun for a long time mm -hmm. and then we just try to like have him in longer clothes that would cover him up and he pretty much always wears a sun hat if we're going to be in direct sun walking around yeah so that's even more why i'm like how are you darker than i am yeah. <laughs> i'm walking around with you know just in the sun yeah sometimes sunscreen and yeah it's just pretty funny okay, but so my cool. side of the family we just burn we're pretty pale and um, Chelsea's yeah. side of the family, they, they tan very nicely. So, yeah. Thanks. Maybe they'll have that. That's a good trait. Yeah, maybe they'll have that nice skin complexion. Yeah, that's good. So, also in the time since we were last on, um, Jamie went to his first barbecue, which was cool. We had a nice little event for 4th of July. Yeah. Well, we didn't have it. Someone invited us. And we had, like, a little outdoor barbecue on these people's property by the river. And it was really cool, just like, wow, we're, like, hanging out and meeting other people. And we, let, like, let other people hold him. And I was just really excited that he was getting to meet other people and that we were, like, doing something social. Because usually when you have a baby, you know, tons of people come over and visit and bring food and all these things. And we didn't have that because we're coronavirus. far away from family. And then yeah. even more so, coronavirus limited anything we would have. And we have a real gem of a dog that doesn't let anybody come over either. Yeah. So that that's yeah. like a third layer. I of... mean, I don't, people didn't 
not come because of Ratchet. Though. Right. But they, it would have been an issue if the Ed come up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's hard for us to have people over because of him. Yeah. But, yeah, we, so we went and it was just so nice because uh, we were also saying that Chris and I haven't been away from Jamie at all. Like, I think the most I've been away from him is maybe three hours when Chris either took him out or I went out and Chris took care of him. Yeah, three or and four. And then maybe you've been away for like eight or nine. Yeah, for working, yeah. Yeah, so it's just kind of like amazing. You know, for the last three months, we have been with this little boy virtually nonstop. We haven't hired any babysitters. We didn't leave him with my parents alone when they came not on purpose but like we just you know we were just all hanging out like together all the time yeah that was before we went back to work right so yeah it's just been it's so interesting to think about like wow we've literally been with them all the time i know some people hire babysitters much sooner and i mean it's not that we like haven't wanted to but it's also really hard because where would you go yeah, yeah, there's, like, not that many places to go out, and then a lot of babysitters, like, aren't really even working because yeah. they're worried about virus spread. Yeah, we actually got the phone number for one, but then we contacted her just to, like, touch base, and yeah. she never answered. No, no, I forgot to tell you, she did answer, oh. but she said she's um she's not going to consider babysitting again for another month or two. Oh, okay. So, September or October, she might start again. Okay. But, yeah, it's just kind of... It's like a little strange, but I know it's more natural this way because if you think about like in the wild, you know, nature doesn't have any babysitters. So you just, you stay with your kid all the time. Or I guess some animals leave their baby for some amount of time to like go hunting or whatever. Yeah, obviously we're not doing that. food. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think humans were meant to be left for any amount of time. I think they're always under the care of one of their parents in nature. But he's a cute little kid. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's really cute. He's good to be around, and things are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Oh, we also finally got cloth diapers to work for us a little bit better. We did, yes. So the, the, the issue was actually we think that we were using, um, like, old hand-me-down cloth diapers. Which, a lot of ours we got secondhand on, like, Facebook Marketplace. And we really wanted that to work because we're trying not to be wasteful. Mm-hmm. But they actually do wear out, like – People, I guess, just don't realize that, or maybe some kids just go don't go to the bathroom a whole lot because they don't eat. Or like I'm wondering if mountains they wash them as well. Like I don't know if like washing them in a certain way or drying them a lot like wears them out quicker. This kid eats awesome. mountains of food. It seems like I feel like he drinks like two liters a day of milk or something. It's like crazy. Because if you give him a bottle, I'm like, oh my gosh, he sucked down that many ounces that quickly, and then if you multiply that by you know, if he's feeding six or eight times a day now. Yeah. And they say that breastfeeding, it's easier to get the milk out than... No, no, the bo- opposite. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 But they usually just yeah. like breastfeeding better because it's, like, more comforting. You know, they have, like, their warm mom and they're being held nicely and all. Mm. So, yeah, I'm just, like, amazed. So he eats a ton and he pees a ton. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, I, whether it's disposable or cloth, he soaks the diaper on the regular basis. Like... Even if we're changing them every, like, hour or two, this thing is soaked. Yeah. So <clears throat> we figured that um, we had got given some, like, fresh um, cloth diaper inserts, and so we were using those as well. well. Setup. We got Alva Baby pocket diapers as a gift, like, new. So we had six of them, and once we realized he was big enough to fit into them, 
and they didn't, you know, look like ridiculous. Like they were just like taking over his whole body. Yeah. Uh, then we started using them and that's what I think converted us to realize they work. Yeah. So we were realizing that, um, the blowouts would only really happen on the ones that were like older. Um, but then the ones that were like new, you know, it would still contain it. So we figured that that fabric was just like fresher and puffier. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. So we still have so them. many different types. Like yeah. There's, we got like all different types of inserts. Like if you're familiar with cloth diapers, you'll know that there's just like, there's ones where you like fold or you just like stuff the thing in or, there's ones called all-in-ones where you literally just like have the whole diaper that absorbs everything and you take it all off and wash it and then put a new one on. But we don't like those as much because, I mean, it's, it's just like so much laundry and so many diapers you have to have. So the type we use are like a waterproof shell that has like a fleece liner and you're supposed to stuff the absorbent insert in between those. It's like creates a pocket. But we actually put the absorbent insert on top of the fleece liner because it would make it like an all-in-one if you stuffed it in where you'd have to wash the whole thing every time. But it actually works really well. We just put the absorbent insert like right next to him. And then it has like an extra layer, like that's the fleece liner and then the waterproof on the outside to keep all the pee in or all the liquids in general. Yeah. And that seems to work really well. Like when he poops, it's going to run out and we have to wash the whole thing. But for most of the peas, we can just uh, replace the liner that's absorbent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, we, oh, we were also having trouble with like washing them because I wasn't sure like what settings to wash them on. Or I heard some people running two loads where they run like a wash load and then like a sanitizing load at like the same load of laundry twice. Um, but I finally figured out that I, so what I do is run them. We have like these baby laundry pods that smell like chamomile and they are for like zero to three month babies and they're all natural. They don't have like any extra additives. Jamie's smiling right now. It's pretty cute. And, uh, so I run basically all his laundry cause if his outfits, if they're in the wash, they usually like got peed on or something, uh, or spit up, <laughs> but so I'll just put all the laundry in with the pod and then I run it on hot with a double yeah. rinse afterwards. And that seems to take everything out. So I think since breast milk is so fatty, it's like 60 to 70% saturated fat because yeah. it's like an animal product, obviously. And um, so the breast milk is really fatty. So then his poops have a lot of fat in them. Do you guys hear him laughing? He's literally laughing right now. That's so cute. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> so you get some fatty poops from the baby so kind of like doing dishes when you're washing grease off you need to use hot water and like more so the hot water takes it off and the soap just like cleans it like to sanitize it um so then if we use hot water with that soap then that takes like usually most of the poop stains out um like maybe one or two things have a little residue um, and then I do a double rinse to like get everything out as well. And yeah. that seems to be the best bet. And then we're line drying um, pretty much everything. Yeah. Unless we pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, well, this is a good example of him uh, talking and laughing. He seems to respond to us a lot when we're talking. And we're also wondering if he's gonna, if he's learning his name. <laughs> Yeah, he seems to, like, give you more attention when you say his name, but we're not sure if it's just us picking up on it. Yeah. 
What do you think, buddy? You did so good. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I don't know if all babies are this happy, but it's so satisfying when he just like smiles at you. And, like, I took his three month pictures today, you know, like the classic, like, take it each month, they record. And he smiled for everyone. Like, the first and second month, it was such a struggle to get like, any good looking face out of this kid he just looked ridiculous and he was making ugly faces but like literally today i laid him down and just like took a bunch of pictures and they were all good he was happy he was just, like eyes open smiling he was just like all about it I was like okay here we go and you know i came in to wash the board off it's like a like a chalkboard that you write his milestones on and Chris was like, oh, man, what happened? And I was like, we're just done already. He was happy. So it went super fast. Yeah, it was amazing. It was like two minutes. I walked out of the room, and by the time I was ready to come back in, she was done already. Yeah. Yeah, so it's definitely really nice. Well, I think this was a good long update, but I think we covered everything. Yeah, yeah. I think we have a good update on Jamie. I hope you guys are enjoying uh, our little milestone updates on this kiddo. And, uh, yeah, hope you're having a good day. Thanks for listening. Bye.